Hello again and welcome back to Daily Devotions with North Clay Baptist Church. We are continuing in our one-year Bible reading plan today by looking at Psalms 9 through 12. Now just to recap, the format we're taking for these devotions through the book of Psalms is we are looking at each Psalm individually, trying to understand its specific theme, its specific focus, its specific point. Um, And we're also trying to understand some of the background information surrounding that particular psalm, as well as highlighting areas that tell us about who God is and point us to the gospel of Jesus Christ. And so today to start, we're going to be looking at Psalm 9 and 10. Now, Psalm 9 and 10 is a psalm of David, and originally Psalm 9 and 10 were one uh, psalm. Uh, This was the information I came across uh, while consulting my Reformation Study Bible in preparation for these devotions. Now, real quick, all a study Bible is, is it'll have the text of the scriptures as well as a lot of extra information. Uh, It'll be information on uh, each individual book as a whole, uh, information concerning its authorship, its uh, dating, perhaps some uh, specific cultural or historical Uh, information uh, regarding the writing of that particular book. And then it'll also have uh, more specific information on chapters as a whole, on specific sections as a whole, as well as information on each individual verse. Perhaps it'll be information highlighting how a particular word was translated, uh, perhaps a particular phrase that has uh, historical or cultural uh, relevance to help us understand what's actually being communicated in the larger context of that passage. And so at this point, I would like to commend to you uh, the use of a study Bible in your devotional time uh, or in your times of Bible study. I have here with me the ESV study Bible, which is the primary Bible I use for these daily devotions. I mean, as I mentioned before as well, I also have the Reformation study Bible on my Bible app on my phone as well as on my laptop. Both of those have been excellent resources, excellent tools that I have used uh, for these devotions and for my own personal Bible study. Um, I know a lot of people who have used the MacArthur Study Bible and have benefited greatly from it. And so I would commend to you the use of a study Bible. If you do not have one, um, it would definitely be a very uh, helpful tool uh, to understand some of the larger context and some of the, uh, the more minor details as well of the scriptures that we are reading. And so... Again, as I was consulting my Reformation Study Bible, I found that Psalm 9 and 10 were actually one psalm, and together these uh, two psalms form an acrostic, although it's not a perfect acrostic, that is uh, arranged in this sort of concentric pattern. So the psalm starts with a hymn of praise to Yahweh, and then it moves from this hymn of praise into a plea to Yahweh to come to the aid of His people. And in the center, Of these two psalms, we see a lament uh, concerning the wicked uh, that is among them. And then from there, it moves back out to a plea to Yahweh to come to the aid of his people and ends with a hymn of praise to Yahweh. And so again, I cannot recommend enough the use of a study Bible that sort of brings this information uh, to us who are not uh, scholars or experts in uh, uh, the Greek or Hebrew language that uh, uh, is not uh, extremely evident on the surface, it helps bring it to light so that we might better learn and understand uh, the Word of God as we study it. And so moving on from Psalm 9 and 10 into Psalm 11. Psalm 11 is a Psalm of David. And in this Psalm, David is looking to the Lord for safety and for refuge from the assaults of the world. The Psalm opens with this line, In the Lord 
I take refuge. And notice again that that Lord is in all caps, pointing to the translation of the Tetragrammaton, those four letters, Y-H-W-H, pointing to the covenant name of God. So this Lord in whom we take refuge is not some sort of higher power. It's not some sort of... Um, sort of arbitrary, abstract sort of uh, being. No, no. The Lord in which we find refuge is the specific covenant Lord of the Scriptures. And so David, throughout this psalm, recognizes that it is not um, in human efforts that he can find safety and refuge and comfort. It is only in the covenant God of the Scriptures that we find those things. David does not look to his own strength or his own efforts. He does not look to the strength of his armies. He does not look to the amount of money he has in his bank account. No, he only looks to the covenant God of the scriptures for safety and for refuge. And that same thing is true for us today. We have all of these material possessions, all of these material blessings that, we, uh, that have come to us. And often we want to shift our focus to those things rather than on the one who provided those things. And we will never find comfort in a Republican Congress. We will never find comfort in uh, more zeros at the end of our bank account. We'll never find more comfort in uh, uh, amassing lots of, of friends or amassing this great reputation. The only place we will find safety, the only place we will find refuge is in the God of the Scriptures, the triune God, the one true and living God. And so moving on into Psalm 12. Psalm 12 is another psalm of David. And this psalm is a lament, uh, where David is lamenting the evil and the wickedness he sees in the world. And again, going back to the ESV study Bible, here's the note that they have on Psalm 12. They say, this is a community lament. Suited to occasions when the people of God are dominated by liars in positions of authority, it is not clear whether these liars are unfaithful Israelites or Gentile oppressors, but the psalm works for either situation. Again, some information that we may not uh, that may not be uh, readily seen on the surface. This study Bible helps us to understand sort of uh, uh, so some of the underlying uh, underlying things concerning particular verses and particular chapters. And as I read this note in the ESV Study Bible, I couldn't help but notice that the context of this psalm sounds very familiar to the context we find ourselves in here in the United States in 2022. As we see uh, in the highest levels of our uh, sort of uh, political hierarchy, in the, in the political sphere, the highest authorities are those who have rejected the God of Scripture and who ultimately do not fear the Lord. And yet, what David does as he laments the wickedness that he sees in the world is he turns his focus to the Lord who will never fail to deliver his people. Again, we know from the testimony of Scripture, specifically in the book of Romans, that God is working out all things for the good of those who love him and are called according to his purpose. And so whatever circumstance we find ourselves in, however much wickedness we see around us, we know that all of these things are ultimately being worked for our good and for His glory. And even though we may not experience victory in this life, we can take comfort knowing that in the end, Christ will be victorious.